There's some that are working, some that are not working. Christmas is in the rearview mirror. We got uh, New Year's coming up. I mean, this is this is one of those interesting weeks, Ward, where there's not a for some there's not much going on, but for others it's it's a full blown let's go to let's go to town week. But uh, anyway, uh, did you have a good Christmas? By the way, I did. Thank you. It was very very nice. Everybody get uh, everybody get what they wanted from Santa and all that kind of stuff. I don't know about that, but they got it. <laughs> so I was curious. Uh, when did you conclude the uh, the bouncing around the mall? And I mean, what, were you still doing it on Christmas Eve? Yes, I got it done Christmas Eve. You, you see that that has got to stop. I mean, you have got to play. You you, you know, December twenty fifth comes around once a year, right? Uh huh. Okay, just uh-huh. making sure. So yeah. anyway, it was it was. Uh, it was fun. Now, one of the things that you were trying to do you you were you were chasing homemade pies. Did mm-hmm. you ever locate said homemade pie? I did not. Huh? Did not. I ended up with the uh, store bought. But I bet they got eight just like just like a homemade pie would. No, they didn't. <laughs> they sat there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. So anyway. It, it's, it is what it is. All right. I need to plan on that better. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you let you let a little football trip or two get in the way of, of <laughs> yeah. taking care of your business. So. Wasn't real smart, was it? <laughs> All right. Did you watch the game last night? I did. How about that? Yeah. Very nice game. Boy, all of a sudden, you know, it, it, Cowboy fans amaze me. You know, the sky's falling mm-hmm. when things aren't going well. And one game against a bad team mm-hmm. that's suffering from COVID mm-hmm. that has played two games in five days both on the road that you should have drubbed, they do, and now all of a sudden, here we go again, they are the best team in the NFL. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't get that. I mean, the Cowboys should have beat Washington. Now, I don't know if they should have beat them that bad. But a lot of things went right for the Cowboys. A lot of things went wrong for Washington. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to put those in perspective a little bit, I think. Um, but you did see a a little better execution all the way across the board for the Cowboys on the you offensive did. side. Yeah. So, I mean, you you got to give credit where credit is due. But I, you know, I'm not one to say, oh, it's fixed now. Now they're rolling. I mean, it's one game. Yeah. I. I in fact, they uh, and I wasn't paying attention. I was uh, getting some things together, but they, uh, the network, the national network, ESPN, they had a guy on uh, just a few minutes ago, probably 20, 25 minutes ago, and that was exactly what he, he said. Hang on a second. You're telling me five weeks' worth of uh, inconsistency is, is cured in one night against Washington? No. N- n- not at all. But they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's a bad football team. You're at home. You went out and you beat a bad football team. Right. And you did it convincingly. You got it done in the first half. And and you're right. They Look, Chris Collinsworth said it. He said Washington is going to take the run game away. They're going to load everybody up because they want, you know, if, if you're going to have a chance against the Cowboys, you need to make them throw because Dak had not played well. Mm-hmm. So it made up perfect sense. So they load up, take the run game away. And and Dak played a pretty pretty good football game. I mean, he was he he was as good as he's been in in a month. 
Oh, yeah, it was the best game he's played in five weeks. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It's the best game he's played since he got hurt. Got help. Defense score. Special team score. I mean, mm-hmm. they they that was that was all around pretty complete game. But you know, if you're going to be that type of team, you've got to play that kind of football against that team under those circumstances. Well, you do. And you have to play, you know, you have to play that well against good teams too. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that yet. So No, but that was the next one on the schedule. And again, it's a team that had been on the road. That's their second road game in five days. They play Tuesday night mm-hmm. uh, on the road, and, and you know, then you got to throw it together, and then and then get back down to to Dallas, and then you still had all kinds of COVID issues. Uh, I was listening to Al, My- Al Michaels. I don't know if you caught that Ward, but guys like you and I, we get it. He was he was talking about his um, his spotting board, how it was changing right up on on game day right because because Washington had covid issues and they were having to drop people from not only from the roster you know from the starting positions but from the roster mm-hmm. and, and bring other people in and move other people into the starting roles so he his 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 spotting board how he identifies players during the course of the play that was changing right up till you know almost till game time mm-hmm. so it I, I I thought I said been there done that uh you know I get it and, and so yeah they had a lot of issues Washington did and uh we'll, we'll talk about the Cowboys in Washington anything else in football surprise you uh from the NFL side over the weekend uh no not really I mean I think everything went about like you thought it might go in the NFL I, I thought Joe Burrow's performance was outstanding uh pretty pretty good for him and and that team's playing very well right now. I mean, I I didn't I thought Cincinnati would be improved, but I didn't think they'd be as good as they are right now. Man, what about Cleveland? Ooh. Holy moly. It, they have the ability to run the football like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. But they cannot throw a forward pass and know where it's going. No, it's it's really really gone downhill for Baker Mayfield right now if uh if he plays okay they win the game oh yeah but unfortunately he didn't play okay he played poorly four picks now I'll say this I don't know what you thought about the last one but I thought the last one was defensive holding and pass interference probably so you're probably right and on a but, timing I mean, play, it, it well that if it, you're it, thrown to a spot and the guy can't get to the spot, that that's not your fault. Exactly, exactly. Now it, it's going to get clumped into all the other ones because mm-hmm. he did play so poorly. Make still going to save four picks on the box. Absolutely, score. it is. Absolutely, it is. But I thought Cleveland was about to help the Cowboys. Everybody over the weekend has helped the Cowboys, or the last couple of weeks has helped the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I mean, Arizona's lost three in a row. And Tampa lost last week. One big this week, but lost last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody that the Cowboys are, are in that battle for that top spot. Except for Green Bay. Except for Green Bay. And Cleveland, I thought, was going to help them Saturday. I thought was going to help them, but didn't quite work out that way. No. So, anyway, what else is going on in your world? I hadn't seen you since, uh, what, Thursday? Yeah. So, off and running and 
just doing, doing all the, the stuff, doing the family thing, and, and enjoying a little time off, and being able to breathe a little bit and get the holiday shopping done, and just hung around the house and did some things, and then uh, fixed Dad's patio up for him. And got what, a, what do you mean? Well, we we got him a a big TV for the patio and really and a, and a ceiling mount and so I ceiling mounted the the TV Christmas night and got it hung up and got it all connected and ready to roll. So so was that where he was last night for the Cowboy game? All night, all day yesterday. I <laughs> got up yesterday morning. He was already out there with his coffee watching TV. So yeah, it was a big hit for him. Well, good. Yeah, that was nice. All right, uh, seven oh nine. Nine minutes after 7 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. We'll dive into uh, the Cowboys here in just a couple of minutes. We'll also, this is game week. It is. Uh, for the that? For the Bears You're and for, Orleans. For, for, for Ole Miss. Also, it is playoff week. Uh, and we have other bowl games to talk about if they get them played. Uh-oh. Uh, I mean, look, they're, they're, those games are being postponed and canceled and scramble mode, and we'll, we'll talk about that coming up a little later on. You know, my thought was this. Uh, it's not all COVID. Quite frankly, a lot of it does have to do with COVID, but you also have the opt-out factor. Uh, are we going to see? Because of, I mean, has this opened the door to maybe reduce the number of bowl games that, that, that are played every year? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. If you plan them and then you can't play them. Yeah. Or bowl eligibility gets changed. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, once upon a time, there weren't, there weren't that many. I mean, in. No, I mean, there's, there's way too many bowl games. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, but it's still an opportunity for those guys to, to get one more game in. But if everybody's going to opt out and you're not going to have enough players to be able to play and the opt-out situation and the transfer portal have, have made it difficult for teams if, if they do have a problem with COVID. And mm-hmm. So now you just don't have the right amount of players. I'm not going to say you don't have enough players, but you don't have the right amount of players. So To, to represent – your program, yeah, the way you'd want to represent exactly. your program. I mean, the, look, A and M could have found fifty or sixty guys to go play. Their sure. walk-on program is is would have allowed that, but would it have been would it have been Texas A and M football? Probably not. Probably not. So probably not. Uh, we, we'll discuss that as well here. And, and the one thing we don't want to have happen, and, and I think it's kind of a natural thing because everybody's jazzed up about football playoffs and all that kind of stuff. Ward, this weekend, conference play begins in the Big 12. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, Baylor opens with a big one. A big one. Uh, They're going to play Iowa State this weekend. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, Iowa State's only 12-0, and and it's on the road. So uh, we'll talk about that. Baylor women uh, will open with Kansas State. and And they've got a game that was on the schedule, taken off the schedule, and now is back on the schedule. Welcome to COVID. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up a little later on in the program as well. So, uh, and, and again, the uh, playoffs do begin. There's one undefeated team, and they're probably the biggest underdog in the whole in the whole in the whole thing. And, and Ward does not have any faith 
in this football team. <laughs> you don't like Cincinnati at all, do you? Nope. No, I mean, it's not is that it I don't, don't like, like I was going to say, is it you don't like Cincinnati or you don't like the matchup against Bama? I don't like the matchup. I, I just don't I – don't, I don't think they're going to – they don't have a chance, but that's just me. See, and I think they do. Okay. I, I, I think the, I, I, I think <laughs> I think they're going to compete hard. Now, I don't know that they can win. They the can football compete, or they won't. But they're not. They're they're going to get run out of the gym. We'll find out Friday night. Friday night, big night. Uh, Friday afternoon, actually, it's the it's the day game. It's the Cotton Bowl game uh, at AT and T Stadium. So mm-hmm. we were talking about that earlier. I don't know if you were in the room or not, but uh, last week we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, it, it used to be there was one bowl game in the Metroplex, and it was the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. And now there's about five or six in the Metroplex, and the Cotton Bowl's not played in the Cotton Bowl, but there is a bowl game played in the Cotton Bowl. But it's not the Cotton Bowl. That's yeah, silly. Cotton Bowl's played at AT&T, and other games played in the Cotton Bowl. There's a game played at Amon Carter, and then there's two or three that are played up in Frisco at, at a soccer stadium. That's where we are when it comes to bowl games. All right, uh, 7-13, 13 minutes after 7. Anything that we dive into today that you would like to uh, to add uh, your uh, your thoughts on? There's a couple of ways to do it. Our phone is 254-662-1660. And our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. Drop us a, a text. We'd love to get your thoughts on any of these subjects that we get into. And we will get into the Cowboys and their win over Washington next right here on ESPN. In Central Texas. 714. This is game time, and our weather forecast this morning is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925. They're at 6101 Bosque Boulevard, and you could check them out at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. The last week of 2021 looks to be a warm one with a few slight rain chances. We'll watch skies begin to clear this afternoon with a high of 77. Wind speeds will stay pretty breezy out of the south through tomorrow, anywhere between 10 to 15 miles per hour and gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tomorrow, expecting the same cloud cover in the morning with clearing skies by the afternoon and a high of 76. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Second and goal at the one. Schultz motion right. Only heard here. Another tight end motion. Play fake. Prescott looks right, looks left. All season. Throws it in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown to Dalton Schultz. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals Sunday afternoon following Baylor women's basketball on ESPN. Central Texas. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying during times when they really can't speak. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Newcrest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Healthy gum, healthy mouth. Exactly. Healthy gums, healthy mouth. Newcrest Advanced Gum Restore. Healthy, beautiful smiles for life. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16-1182-22462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business and to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us, we can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're gonna be able to afford and it's gonna meet your needs. Set a no cost, no obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at hurleybenefitservices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y benefitservices.com. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. In the uh, Alan Samuel Studios, our 7 o'clock hour brought to you in part by Good Feed in the Central Texas Marketplace. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. 18 minutes after 7 o'clock, 7.18 here on a Monday. Coming up at 9, it's the Greeny program. I'm not sure Greeny is working this week. A lot of the stars, if you will, Ward, from the ESPN uh, pulled the plug for the week. And uh, they're back next week. That's the way it should be. Yeah. I think it is around here too. All the stars are off and those who are not stars are working. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree with, with my assessment? I mean, loosely. <laughs> so, Oh my, uh, John Moore show coming up at three and then Matt Mosley at four o'clock. And then don't forget, we will be in new Orleans beginning, uh, with programs beginning on Thursday morning. So I'll uh, get you ready for the uh, for the Sugar Bowl and all that good stuff. That'll be coming up Thursday, Friday, and then our uh, game day program uh, live from the uh, Caesars Superdome on Saturday. So, And that will be around 3.30. So that will be an interesting day in that we'll have basketball leading right up to 3.30. So we'll have the Baylor-Iowa State game on Saturday. And then uh, we will have uh, – uh, as soon as it concludes, that, that 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 should roll us right into game day live from uh, live from the uh, Superdome side of the Sugar Bowl, and uh, and then on Sunday we'll have Baylor women's basketball. They'll open up conference play against Kansas State. So I'm, and and I'm telling you right now, I think the Baylor Iowa State game is going to be fun. Uh, 
Iowa State right now today, 12-0, Baylor 11-0. Could be 12-0 going into that game. Uh, they got a game this week, uh, tomorrow night, in fact. Uh, so they could be 12-0 going into that game, and, and that's the conference opener. Uh, conference opener coming up on uh, on Saturday. So uh, that could be fun, and that will lead right into uh, game day live at 3.30, and then uh, the game kicks off at 7.45 or thereabouts. And then, uh, again, uh, Baylor women's basketball against Kansas State opening up conference play coming your way on uh, Sunday. So we've got a lot coming up this weekend, so keep that in mind. All right, uh, let's see, uh, 721. Let, let's let's dive into the Cowboy thing here for just a minute. Uh, what, just your overall impressions, Ward, of the, of the Cowboy game and, and what your takeaways were from that from that football game. Well, this defense is really good, and there's no. You know, we knew that going into this game that they're they're a good defense, but they are really, I mean, they're coming together. And again, it was a bad Washington team. I get it, but you still have to execute. And I that if the defense can play like that, this team can play with anybody. This team can play with anybody in the NFL if the defense can play like that. Uh, and be consistent with what they're doing. I mean, they are flying around with the football. They're uh, causing turnovers. They're they're setting the offense up. They're doing everything you ask a defense to do right now. And can they keep that up? I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But as far as the potential that's there, you see it, and you you know that this is a a good good defense, not just better, not improved. This team is led by its defense. And we didn't say that going into this season. If the defense can hold up its end of the deal just a little bit, the offense will carry this football team. Well, that's not the case anymore. It's it's the defense. And look, you know, you, you know me, defense wins championships. I'd rather the defense be good and the and and the offense be good enough. And if you have that, you can win a lot of football games. You have stars on the offensive side of the football. You do. But I'm telling you right now, I agree 1,000% with you. This football team will go as far as this defensive unit takes them. Yeah. It is the, the defense is the backbone of this football team. And it's only getting better. I mean, when DeMarcus Lawrence came back, that solidified all of the different things that they can do. And give the Dern D.C. some credit. He is – I mean, I was I was kind of watching because you know the game was out of hand by mid, midway through the first quarter, so I started watching eleven Parsons, just where he was lining him up, mm-hmm. and, and how he played him. He played him so many different places in so many different ways. Why was he able to do that? Well, because he had Demarcus Lawrence and he had Gregory and he had all those other dudes that can make plays for him in the box up front, that he was able to do all kinds of crazy stuff and disguise things for, for Michael Parsons. It's this defense and their special teams are really, really special, no pun intended. But it was nice to see the offense get into a rhythm. And, and Ward, I don't know how you felt, but I thought when they were no – and I don't, I wouldn't much call it hurry up – but they were no hur- no huddle, and they did have some tempo to them. I mean, it wasn't like they were just trying to snap it every eight seconds, like the true, you know, NASCAR offense. But they were moving at a pace that kind of kept Washington, you know, in a base defense, and 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 you know they couldn't make a whole lot of substitutions. And it, it, I like that tempo. I, I thought it, I thought it played well for Dak uh, last night. 
It did, and, and it gave them an opportunity to do exactly what you say. The defense couldn't substitute. They couldn't uh, do different things and try to disguise things. They just had to stay with what they did and, and man up mostly, uh, and that's not a good matchup for them, and, they, and the Cowboys realize that, and so if they can make them get in man and, and give them an opportunity, then then maybe Dak can take advantage of it. And last night, he was able to take advantage of it. And again, I go back to the offense. Look, I, I think they played well last night. I thought Kellen Moore called a better game than he's called in six weeks, maybe seven. I, it, you could see what he was trying to do in cases. He tried to get too cute one or two times, and then he went back away from that and said, you know what, let's just let's just take what the defense have given us and, and try to set some things up. And maybe he was trying to be cute to set those things up. I think he was. Um, but, you know, he, he, he was a little more in control. Now, is that just because things were working? I don't know. We'll have to see, you know, when he gets under pressure, what happens to his play calling abilities. And, and maybe that's it. Maybe when he gets behind and he feels the pressure, maybe that's not his wheelhouse. So we'll have to wait and see how that works. But last night, he was kind of making sense with what he was doing offensively. And, and look, the offense executing made it a little bit easier on him and, and able to do those type of things. But, you know, this offense was clicking last night. And, you know, both of us have been screaming for a month to run the football more. Last night, they only ran the football 17 times, mm -hmm. just 17 times. But it was enough to keep Washington somewhat honest as, you know, Zeke averaged 4.1 a carry, Pollard averaged 4.3 a carry, so their per carry average was a little bit better. Uh, but what it did do – look – Washington was bound and determined that they were going to come down into the box and they were going to make Dak throw the football, and he did. And look, how many – seven different guys, I think? Eight different guys mm -hmm. catching the football? It was a, That was a plan by Washington to say, you are going to throw to win. You're not going to run and bleed us. And so they adjusted, and that's exactly what they did. And again, 17 carries uh, between Dak and uh, – between uh, uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard – uh, Dak had another four carries, and then I think uh, uh, Clement had uh, three, four carries. They ended up with over 100 yards rushing, uh, but it wasn't your typical, you know, feed Zeke, you know, feed, you know, feed the football to Pollard, and because that's just not what Washington was going to allow him to do. And and I I'll give I'll give the the OC a little credit. He, you know, I think that played to his liking too because he likes to throw the football. But he said, you know what, if this is what you're going to do, here's what we're going to do. And you're right. It wasn't anything. They had that one little razzle-dazzle play early in the in the football game, which I was screaming at the television set, stop doing that stuff. This is a team that you can just get in your base and go beat. And finally, that's exactly what he did. I mean, they didn't do anything, as you pointed out, anything – spectacular as far as schemes or designs or anything like that. They just played football, and he got the ball to his playmakers. I mean, um, look, on the receiving end, Amari Cooper had seven seven catches, 11 targets. Well, heck, he hadn't had seven catches, and I don't know when. No, and, and again, it goes back to taking what the defense gives you, and if you do that, you're going to be successful more times than not. And, and if you're able to do that, like Dak was last night, you're going to win football games. And how about the the defensive interception by 
Demarcus Lawrence. Well, it was a great move just for him just to back up and realize yep. that he wasn't going to get to the quarterback, and then said, "Okay, elevate." Well, I'm I'm just going to back up here and and try to get my hands in his face and and trying to just disrupt the path of the ball. Well, he disrupted it all right. It actually hit him, and he was able to tip it up and catch it and <laughs> rumble into the end zone. 40 and, yards. Yeah. That, I the mean, dude went 40 yards. And looked like, you know, he, he'd been carrying the football for 10 years. <laughs> he actually made a couple of guys miss. He went, Of course, the quarterback wasn't exactly trying to tackle him, but uh, he went 40 yards. That's what I kept saying. I said, Some, surely somebody's going to tackle him, but he went 40 yards for the, for the touchdown. They get the block, punt. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look, that was his – if you if you if that's the formula, then that's a winning formula right there. It, but again, it, it was against a really bad football team. Yep, who was you know who was sick? I mean, they have you know. I, I, again, now you don't you don't you, you you play who's on the schedule, and that's who was on the schedule. But my my point being, if you play that complete a football game week in and week out, that's where you're headed. And now they're they're the number two seed right now. With the Cardinals coming to town, and then you wrap it with Philadelphia, is you know is look is this a fourteen and three football team or whatever? Could be. I mean, I mean, you got a long way to go. I mean, they, at some point Arizona's going to wake up, but you just hope it's not this week. Philadelphia, they're playing better. They played well yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I mean. You can't waltz in and just expect that to be a W. If you do, you're going to get your tail beat. And that is and that is on the road in Philly mm-hmm. to wrap it all up. I said 14-3. I meant 13-4. Uh, they sit there at 11-4 right now. There's, there's one 12-win team in the NFC, and that's the Green Bay Packers. That's the Green Bay Packers. It's a good football team. Yeah, boy, is it. It is. Uh, but you know what? At home, they nearly lost. If but they didn't. They didn't. If Cleveland can just make a play at the quarterback position, you got yourself a chance. But they couldn't. You know what, what Cleveland was able to do? Boy, they were able to run the football. Boy, that was impressive. It was 8, 9, 10, 11. I mean, they got after the front. That's a good offensive line. Well, and that's that's been Green Bay's kind of point of – where you should attack them anyway all season long. They're they're not the best run team out there. Uh, their secondary is very good. Their linebackers are good. But they, they give up a little bit of yardage in the run game. So, I mean, seeing Cleveland being able to run the ball a little bit against them was not a huge surprise, but with the way they ran the ball yesterday was a pretty big surprise. And and you're right. If if Baker Mayfield doesn't get in the way, they, they may pull the upset off. Uh, after the game, Dak Prescott was asked about the slump. Slump officially over for the offense? <laughs> you tell me. I never said we were in a slump. Uh, those were your words. So um, I think it would be hard for you to say that now. Um, but, yeah, tonight tonight was great. Great performance by the offense. Great performance by the team. I mean, scoring on all three phases. Um, scoring by all the different ways that we did on offense. Yeah, uh, great team win. Great, great team effort. I think the last sentence was uh, was probably probably the the sentence that I that, you know that I'm going to walk away with, and it was a great team effort, and a great team win. That's exactly what it was. Get it? Move on to the next one, and the next one is the uh, Cardinals coming in next Sunday afternoon, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, 
Uh, we'll have Baylor women's basketball for you, and then immediately after the basketball game, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, get it to uh, to the Cowboys and the Cardinals right around kickoff time. So it should be a lot of fun uh, to have a, a basketball football doubleheader for you on Sunday afternoon. But uh, look, Ward, I mean, this you know we sit there and talk about all the different things that are good about the team and all the things that we think need to be improved. But at the end of the day, this is an eleven and four football team and the number two seed in the NFC right now, and that's you know where they were a year ago, where they are right now. That they've come nine million miles. They've come a long way, um, but I want to see them do it against a good football team. I'm still. Holding it close to the vest. I Again, as good as that was last night, you can get all excited as you want to, but it, it was a bad football team. And, and you're right. It's who's on the schedule, but you still – you went out and executed like you're supposed to. Can you do that against a good football team, and how do you perform when you're under adversity? And and, and that'll be the tale. I, I don't – I don't know. Two weeks ago, would you have said that this team has a shot in the playoffs? No, nobody would have. You, you, just, you probably would have said, "Yeah, they can beat Washington, Arizona. They're playing bad. They probably can beat them, and maybe they can beat the Eagles on the road. It'll be a tough test." But I don't care who they line up against in the playoffs; they're not going to win a football game. Well, I think you look at it now and go, "Well, if they can play defense like they did, and the offense can help out just a little bit." They can play with anybody in the NFL, and, and that's that's going to be the telltale sign. Is this offense going to get in the way of them doing something? Kind of like Baker Mayfield got in the way yesterday. Yeah. Is the offense going to get in the way of this team? I I don't know. I it, Look, that was impressive what they did last night. And bad football team or not bad football team, they still had to execute and be able to do that. They didn't get in their own way. And special teams, you're right, outstanding. How long has it been since we've even mentioned special teams mm-hmm. for this football team? So maybe it's all coming together at the right time. Well, and here's the thing you also got to keep in mind. They lost possessions by their defense scoring and by their special team scoring, and yet they still had 497 yards of total offense, 389 through the air. I mean, they, I mean, they put up numbers even despite the fact that they lost possessions when their defense scored and their – and their special team score. And, I mean, and, and look, the offense didn't play, but. Oh, yeah. Know, Come on. Because that second two half. And, two and three quarters. <laughs> even even when the group went out there to start the third quarter, I mean, come on, their motor was not running. That not, that no. deal was done midway through the second quarter. But, I mean, you, you brought in Cooper Rush yep. in, in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they didn't even play a full football game. And they got. 500 yards. 500 yards of offense. Yeah. Come on. I, I know I, I get it. I mean, and you, you know, it's impressive if you do that against air, much less an opponent on the yeah. other side of the football. Field. I mean, I don't know that Dak completes that many in in seven on seven drills. Probably, I, I would hope he. Well, does, at but one point he was twenty one of twenty two or something like yeah, that. And, and then, that, I mean, you come on now, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And we'll see. There is a good football team coming to town, who is struggling. By the way, they are. Uh, they are. Which, which makes them scary, I, in my opinion. It kind of does, doesn't it? Because, because they're good. They're you gonna, know they're good. They're a good football team, and at some point, they're going to wake up, and and everything's going to come together. You just hope it doesn't happen, you know, this week against the Cowboys. Now, look, I think they can come in here 
and 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 play the way they've played all season long. And if the Cowboys can you know put it together and the defense plays as good as it continues to play, I think even if Arizona's on its top game, I I do think the Cowboys have a chance. They'll give themselves a chance with that defense. Well, that's the question. I mean, and, and there's no answering the question until they all start to play each other. But, you know, when you look at the Cowboys and you look at the Packers and you look at the Cardinals, uh, you know, it, are the Cowboys a better football team than those two teams I just mentioned? Today. I don't care about last week, last month. Today, are they a better football team? You're not going to know that until they line up and play. Yeah, you're right. And, and they're headed that direction. Mm-hmm. They are headed that direction. In fact, you'll see the Cardinals this this weekend. But I'm telling you, the Cardinals have played themselves out of home field, and they're going to be on the road uh, in the playoffs. So we'll, we'll all find out together. But, man, uh, look forward to it. I, th- I think it's going to be fun. 737, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, we're going to talk a little college football. Bears get ready to head to uh, – to head to New Orleans and take on the uh, Ole Miss Rebels and the Sugar Bowl. We'll talk about it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Drew. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us in Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for complete. Listing. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBE 
cmcauto.com. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Cowboys are the champions of the NFC East. Last night they finished a season sweep of Washington 56-14 to run their record to 11-4. The Texans beat the Chargers 41-29 but have been eliminated from the postseason. Both Baylor and Ole Miss have delayed their arrival to the Sugar Bowl due to health concerns. Today's Military Bowl and Wednesday's Fenway Bowl have both been canceled due to virus issues, and Miami has withdrawn from Friday's Sun Bowl. The Spurs blasted the Pistons 144-109. Tonight in the NBA, the Spurs host Utah, the Rockets are in Charlotte, and the Mavericks play late in Portland. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 741, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and it's game week as the Bears get ready for the uh, Sugar Bowl, the uh, 88th annual All-State Sugar Bowl coming up this Saturday night uh, in New Orleans. Our coverage will begin from New Orleans on Thursday. And, Ward, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, they have both Ole Miss and Baylor have changed their, their travel plans because of the uh, COVID situation, they're not going to uh, leave. They're not going to be there until Wednesday. I mean, uh, we, th- you know, originally Ole Miss was going to go yesterday and the Bears today, but I think both teams are going to arrive in New Orleans on Wednesday and, and just take some extra precautions and continue their game prep uh, in their, you know, respective hometowns of Waco and Oxford. So I, I think that's the right thing to do with where we are right now uh, in respect to. Uh, how how quickly this uh, this this version of the virus is spreading uh, across the country? It's unfortunate, and you're right. It is. It it's going like wildfire right now, and and canceling uh, games right and left. And and if you're gonna you're gonna want to play in that game coming up on Saturday, well, why not take all the precautions you can? I you know my feelings wouldn't be hurt. I, you know, I know that that's not what the teams want to do, but you know wait until the day before the game and fly in and get ready and, and, and go play, uh, would, would be fine with me. But it, you know, again, it's, it's not fair to these, these players and these coaches who've earned the right to, to be in a bowl game. And they need to have everything that goes along with being in a bowl game, uh, at their disposal so they can enjoy it. But, you know, it, they can prepare for that game just as well here as they can there. At some point, in the next couple of days, I think we're we're working on the uh, the lieutenant governor for uh, the state of Louisiana to be on the program, and he'll uh, talk about what's available to fans when they get there. Because the last thing you want to have happen is fans travel and get there, and then a lot of the things that they had intended to do are not available to do, and you understand why. 
So uh, hopefully we'll get a lot of that, uh, a lot of clarification uh, in the next day or two. So we'll, we'll try to get that done for you uh, today or uh, or Wednesday. So uh, that that's coming up. But uh, I, just on the field, and again, as we begin our game prep and as we begin uh, preparing for our uh, our shows on Thursday and Friday, and then again uh, Saturday the uh, the pregame show. Is there one thing that intrigues you about this matchup? Well, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's the Baylor offense uh, and and how they stack up against Ole Miss offense. Can they keep their motor running as high as as we we think that 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 uh, that Ole Miss is going to be at, at at a rapid pace? And so, you know, you're going to have to score in this game. There's no doubt about it. I I think the Baylor defense is good, but I mean. They're going to get theirs at some point, I would think, and it's going to surprise me if they don't. So are you going to be able to answer and then finally be able to put them away? I, you know, I think you know it, it's it's going to be a real interesting chess match of, of these two offenses going at each other. You know, a lot of times teams are not excited for that bowl game. They're disappointed they're not in the playoff. But I think both of these teams are going to play with a lot of energy and a lot of excitement. I think they're both – very, very excited to be in this football game, and for me, I, I'm I'm gonna the, the 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 chess match between Lane Kiffin and Dave Aranda, uh, the Ole Miss offense matching up with with the Baylor defense. Do, does is there a trick or two up up the sleeve of Dave Aranda? Is there a trick or two up the sleeve of Lane Kiffin? How does how does this matchup unfold? Now, as soon as I say that, it's probably just going to be a normal football game. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, both of these guys, uh, look, uh, both of these guys have been on national championship football teams leading their respective sides of the football, LSU and, and Dave Aranda, uh, Alabama and, and Lane Kiffin. I, I like I, – I want to see what that what that matchup does in, in the football game on uh, on Saturday night. It's the defense. They're going to have to get a couple of stops. If they can get a couple of stops, they'll. I think they'll be okay. I again. I. I don't think. I don't know that you can shut this offense completely down. Uh, and you know, as good as Baylor's defense is, I just. I mean, they're going to get theirs a little bit. And so, again, the offense is going to have to answer, uh, and you're going to have to get that O line rolling the way it's been rolling all season long. That that's what intrigues me. Can you get a couple of stops, and can the offense answer? And if if so. Uh, maybe you can pull away because I do think that eventually this defense will wear this offense down. But it, to start off, I think you're right. It's going to be a great matchup to watch what Coach Aranda throws out there and and can he slow down uh, Lane Kiffin enough to put the frustration in them where they start making mistakes. That's what you're looking for if you're the Baylor defense. I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's you know that's got to be the game plan going in. And so if they can do that and put frustration on them and, and have them, their playbook shrink down just a little bit, that's when you have a chance against an offense like this. Baylor has got 11 wins. 11 wins in 2013, 11 wins in 2014, 11 wins in 2019, and, of course, 11 wins this year, 2021. A win over Ole Miss gets them to 12, first time ever. But more, but more dramatic than that for me is the fact that this football team in a span of one season could move from two wins to 12 wins. I mean, that's just unheard of in, in today's football. I don't care what level you're playing at. You don't make 
that dramatic of a swing. Two to twelve? Are you kidding me? What? What? Uh, that? That's just that's. I mean, that is big time stuff as far as on the improvement scale. Well, there's a couple of things that go into that too. I mean, you changed this offense completely, mm-hmm. and it worked, and you got some offensive linemen that have have been playing very very well, and. Look, let's be honest about it. Last year was was a bad year for for a number of reasons. I mean, you you got a new head coach that you know didn't even get to to meet his team uh, until you're out there for two days to look them in the eye, and so and and that wasn't very long. Uh, so and you had start and stop, and you had just so many hurdles that you were trying to clear as a new staff and and a new coach and new faces and, and trying to install. I mean, that's the biggest thing. They didn't really get to in-person install anything uh, until last spring. And so that made a huge difference. I mean, you can do all the Zoom and everything you want, but for football players, they've got to be able to, to get on grass and, and be out there and go through the motions and movements. You you can say you understand everything and still, until you know it starts flying at you or live bullets are being shot. You don't understand it. And so there was a lot of things going into it to get them to this point. Now, did it help them get here? Probably so. It brought them together closer as a team when they were able to kind of get past that and and have those meetings and in-person workouts and do those type of things. And and so it worked out. But you're able to do a lot more with that and, and, and unfold that. So, you know, only getting two wins last year. There was a lot of factors that go into it. I think last year they were a better football team than two wins, in my, I agree. In my humble opinion. But uh, it, it is what it is. The rec- you're, you're who you, you are say who record. you are. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, it's an amazing turnaround. But there's a lot of contributing factors to it, and I think it helped this team get to have an opportunity to win 12 games in a season, and not very many teams do that. All right, uh, 7.50, 10 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk a little bit about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. I was in there the other day. I guess Wednesday or Thursday. Man, oh, man. Best burger in town. And in, in, I'm not sure if it, why it is. I know it's the freshest. I can assure you that. But I think it's that, that secret seasoning they that they put on those burgers. And, again, they're not going to cook that order until you place that order. And you can have that order any way you want it. Why? Because they're not pre-made. I mean, they're going to do it as, as as they go. And if you want onions, you can have onions. You want grilled onions, you can do grilled onions. You want a combination of both, you can certainly do that as well. Anything that you uh, that you could think of, they could do it for you when it comes to the, to the vegetables and all of that stuff. Uh, you can have a single. You can have a double. You can have a triple. You can have a four-by-four, four, and I've seen it in action before. I've seen the four-by-four four be consumed, and holy moly, <laughs> Ford's going, give me two. Uh, but uh, you can, you, I've seen it. You can do it. Uh, they also have chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken. They've got Philly cheese. And, of course, all of the fun stuff that goes with it, the fries, the tots, the onion, all that good stuff, and your favorite drink as well. It's all at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're located at 1810 Herring. Here's the phone number, 753-1603. That's 753-1603. They're open until 430 every day and half a day on Saturday. We're talking about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 
Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here, as a diehard sports fan, especially football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine, through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the Foundation Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Cowboys are the champions of the NFC East. Last night they finished a season sweep of Washington 56-14 to run their record to 11-4. The Texans beat the Chargers 41-29, but have been eliminated from the postseason. Both Baylor and Ole Miss have delayed their arrival to the Sugar Bowl due to health concerns. Today's Military Bowl and Wednesday's Fenway Bowl have both been canceled due to virus issues, and Miami has withdrawn from Friday's Sun Bowl. The Spurs blasted the Pistons 144-109. Tonight in the NBA, the Spurs host Utah, the Rockets are in Charlotte, and the Mavericks play late in Portland. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. We're five away from eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a, what is this? This is Monday. We're back. We're back at it. Uh, We'll travel Wednesday and we're, uh, we're right back with you Thursday morning as we, uh, as we bring you shows from, uh, from down in New Orleans. It is the uh, 88th annual Allstate Sugar Bowl. It's the Bears and Ole Miss and we'll have all that for you coming up uh, in the, uh, uh, the, at the, later in the week, Thursday, Friday, and then our pregame show from the stadium 
on Saturday. All right, coming up in our second hour of the program, uh, we're going to talk a, a, a lot more about uh, games that are being played, not being played, what's going on. We got some issues there when it comes to uh, these bowl games. We'll also talk some Baylor basketball. That's coming up in our next hour as well. We'll continue talking about the Cowboys and their 56-point outbreak. Is that that's the most points scored by any NFL team this year? I think. Uh, yeah, and, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think it would have to be. Yeah, and I mean, you know, look, they, what was it, forty-two to seven at halftime or something like that? It was crazy. I mean, they they just flat got after it. Uh, uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll also look at the playoffs uh, a little bit coming up. Uh, college football playoffs coming up. We'll start looking at those and. Start breaking them down and talking about those games for you as we roll along. So that's what's coming up in our next hour at 7.56. John Morris has got today's Baylor Sports Beat program right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check a Baylor Athletics on the Monday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from head football coach Dave Aranda on the resiliency of this senior class, now Big 12 Conference champions. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Follow the Bears to New Orleans and the All-State Sugar Bowl right here on the home of Baylor Bear Football, ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Hope everyone had a safe and healthy Christmas holiday. Coach Dave Aranda was a guest on our Baylor Coaches Show last week. One of the questions he addressed was the resiliency of this senior class leading the Bears to a Big 12 championship. Well, I just think of this this senior class and... um, you know they've they've had seasons where they haven't won very many games and then they've had seasons where they have and they've had coaches that you know said you know up is up and then they've had coaches that said you know well up is really down and then you know they had coaches that that um you know um one position coach this year and then they had another position coach another year and so just all just you can't help really if you're them, not have resilience, you know? And so um, I think just for me, like to, uh, to get to where those guys can 
um, not protect uh, against, you know, is this guy leaving now or, you know, I don't really deserve this um, success or whatever, you know, you can say to yourself when you're, when you're kind of up and down like they've been. And so to get it to where they can trust you and then you can uh, tell them that you deserve it and, um, you know, you want people to see their story and for them to be recognized for all the work that they're doing in the dark um, to um, to have that come out in the light is just is just way cool and and but you know they have to do the work you know they have to believe that they're worthy of it it's Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda he and the Bears in New Orleans to take on Ole Miss on Saturday and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat more tomorrow I'm John Morris Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 champion Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels Saturday, January 1st from New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 and the SEC on January 1st in the All-State Sugar Bowl. Right here on the home of Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. You know, I was thinking that uh, that's a great song to play for the Washington football team. <laughs> yeah. Their two defensive tackles, from both from Alabama, by the way, decided that they wanted to have a little slugfest on the sideline. Mm. Could that you was tell, strange. Uh, could you tell whether there was contact made, by the way, on the swing? Now, he took a full swing with the intention of knocking his block off. But did he make contact? Um, probably not. And did the other guy, did he actually poke him? Poke him. You know, he had the finger going. Did he actually poke him in the face? No, I don't think so. But well, I, there I, it is right there. Yeah, he touched him. and did he, he, he missed, he, didn't he? He yeah, swung he and him. he grazed him. And then it got really heated on that sideline. Mm -hmm. And that's after they brought in their own their own benches from, from the Capitol. Well, but that's because the Cowboys I, brought theirs in. <laughs> Certainly. So we're going to bring ours in now. <coughs> How me. petty was that? And Dallas went 2-0 and <laughs> against Washington. So, uh, anyway, they 56 points scored by the Cowboys. Two tough losses within a five-day window probably had you a little ticked off, and that's exactly what happened on that well, sideline. They were in the midst of a three-game losing streak mm -hmm. and playing – you know, two games in five days. I mean, there was a lot going wrong. With COVID. Yeah. 
There was a lot going wrong for that Washington football team. So Yeah, you're right. And and not much going right. All right, eight o'clock hour this morning as we welcome you back into the program. It's brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, where you can elevate your uh your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. And they offer a great benefit package and outstanding starting pay. You can apply at seventy six oh one. Imperial Drive. So there you go. We are in the Alan Samuels Studios. Alan Samuels, the uh, sponsor of uh, Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ted Teague and his group. In fact, we got our car over there right now. We got, we're get, having service work done right this very minute over at Alan Samuels. And I promise you, I've already gotten a text telling me what's going on. I, I, I love that uh, thing. I love that about Alan Samuels. They uh, they those, those service texts uh, in in. They just do an outstanding job, and they keep you up to date on what's going on with your vehicle. All right, to 804. Ward, we know about Texas A&M as they uh, bailed out of the uh, the Gator Bowl. We know about the Hawaii Bowl, just flat canceled. Memphis had a nice little Christmas trip to, to Hawaii, I guess. Uh, and now, here we go again. Miami will not be able to participate. <laughs> and I love the name of this. In the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. They're great. <laughs> Man, I really wanted to see this one. Oh, this is what I was going to be glued to. But Miami and Washington State. So now what do they do? The Sun Bowl says, hey, the game is not canceled. Uh, they're looking for an opponent to face Washington State. Now, look, I, I didn't think the Gator Bowl would get it done, but they did. They're going to bring in Rutgers. Uh and good for Rutgers. And I think it, what's going to happen here is because these bowl games want to do their due diligence to have it, they don't want to lose that money for their community. We may go back to what we had last year and drop the bowl eligibility for everybody and just say, okay, raise your hand if you want to play. Yeah, and if you're healthy enough to play. Yeah. Yeah. And see and see where we go. So the Sun Bowl says that they're looking for um, – they're looking for some help, uh, and you know, it, it, we'll see how that goes. Now, the military and the Fenway Bowls both canceled uh, yesterday as a result of COVID nineteen. So, Boston College had over forty players unavailable to play in the military bowl against East Carolina. Virginia also had uh, uh, several players testing positive for COVID nineteen, making them unable to travel to play the Ponies of SMU uh, in in Fenway. So unbelievably disappointing for these teams, but now that is what the third bowl game that has just flat out been canceled. Still don't know the, the status of the Sun Bowl. That could be four. Uh, and it's Monday. I mean, so listen, I mean, who knows? Who knows? It, and it, what I have figured out about this this deal is it doesn't take much. Uh, because, look, when you're in team meetings and things of that nature, Ward, as you know, this thing can uh, can take off and and look w- we see it all the time in the NFL. You'll look up and not one quarterback, but two or three quarterbacks because they were in the same room. And, and so there's issues. And and are we done with the bowl game problems? I hope so, but I don't think so. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes forward. I I'm, I'm right there with you. I I don't know that we're through with cancellations and and everything dropped out i just hope that that we are 
Um, and certainly hope that, you know, the the quote-unquote playoff scenarios don't get just completely scrapped. And that's that's when it's going to it's going to get real interesting to see okay how far can we move this and are we willing to move this around as much as possible to get it done i think they're willing to move it to a degree but they've also said hey look if you can't play then it's a forfeit you're right but here's my question what do you do if all four teams have issues have we addressed that no i i'm sure there's something in there I'm, surely they're smart enough to look at that but yeah i mean that's what i'm saying i mean if all of a sudden, both teams. I mean, <laughs> who's who's going to say it though? Is if somebody barks first, are they going to go? Yeah, we're 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 in problems too. We can't play either. Are they going to say no? Nope. Oh darn! You forfeit. We win. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't know how all of you know. Again, we are in don't un- blink. In other words, we're in uncharted waters. And quite frankly, I thought. And again, you know this. I, just seeing how this thing unfolded, how this fall unfolded, we were able to play so many of our Texas high school football games. There were very few problems. I, I thought maybe, just maybe, I said, you know, you knew that COVID hadn't gone away and it wasn't going to go away and it's not going to go away. But you thought, well, maybe we figured out a way to manage our way w- and coexist with it, if, if, if that, you know, for lack of a better term. But clearly, uh, with this new variant, that that's that's not the case. I mean, this is. I mean, it, it's gotten crazy in the last what thirty days. I mean, yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, and again, you want all of these games to be played. You want you want these kids to to have the opportunity to play in these games, experience that bowl week. You want those communities to to reap the benefits of those dollars that are coming in from fans. But more importantly, you want people to be healthy. And the only way to play the game are for those kids and those teams to be healthy. And that's the number one goal. And when you have over 40 players on one team, my goodness. And that's what you got in the case of Miami. You've got forty players plus, and in Boston, in uh, now are those forty positive cases? Are those forty players who are not available? Because you got to put in the transfer, you got to put in understand. the opt out. I mean, in in, in the close so, contact and all that stuff. I mean, I, I, it says unavailable, so I don't know how many are actually sick, but it says unavailable. But you also got to keep in mind they're not available to the football team if they've had close contact. They've got to quarantine too. You know, all of those. I, I get it, but yeah. I'm just saying it's it lets the sky that to have the narrative. It's all COVID. Just it, it's that's not it. I mean, it, it wasn't it. I mean, you mentioned it earlier, Texas A&M. That wasn't the case either. I mean, there was a lot of COVID, but there was also, you know, their quarterback transferred out. Uh, they they didn't have, you know, they had a couple of players that that opted out, and so. You know, that left them with so many scholarship player, players available. That That's exactly what came out of their mouth. They, we only have this many scholarship players available. So, I, I get it. It's bad, and, it, and it's running rampant. But it, there's some other variables that, that have to be taken into account here. I get that. But I, I don't think there's any question that the single greatest issue 
is the COVID issue. I mean, that's what they're saying here in, in both of these notes that we've received is that it is, it, it's, you know, it's, it's COVID. And again, I'm not saying that every player that is not available is sick. I'm saying that they're either sick or there is a, a, a close contact issue. And you're right. There is some transfer portal issues. There is some opting out issues. Uh, you know, I, you, you mentioned A&M. They were going to have one scholarship quarterback available. You know, you know that that went into the, to the decision-making process. But, Absolutely. But they, and they said they had 13 players available on the defensive side of the football. Well, that's, you can't play that way. I mean, you just can't. So, uh, all right, 12 after 8, 8-12. Now, uh, as far as uh, basketball is concerned, Ward, the 10th-ranked uh, Baylor women's team had their game with uh, Houston Baptist canceled because of COVID issues with Houston Baptist, they have rescheduled a game on December the 29th. This is big, in my opinion. They had to go find a game, and they did. North Texas is going to come to Waco this Wednesday night for a 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 for the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. They could not go that long and not play at least one game going into conference play. So they're going to play, um, they're going to play Wednesday night against uh, – against North Texas, and then they'll they'll play Kansas State to open up conference play. Baylor men, meanwhile, will play tomorrow night at the Farrell Center, and then they'll get ready to go play New Year's Day against Iowa State. And again, the Cyclones off to a 12-0 start. The Bears 11-0 going into tomorrow night's game. And, uh, I mean, that's going to be a big-time uh, Big 12 conference basketball game to open up conference competition. The Bears are on the road. They're in Ames on New Year's Day, so we'll have that game for you, followed by our pregame show, followed by the, the Sugar Bowl. But, Ward, I mean, come on. This is it's, it's a big game right out of the box. Well, I, you, look, if you're going to play in the Big 12, you might as well get started that way. That's the way all of them are going to be in the Big 12. This is going to be a very competitive conference, and there's a very good chance that this conference chews each other up, and that's how good this conference is. I mean, you, you look from top to bottom, and, you know, take a couple of teams out of there, but the rest of them on any given night can win a basketball game. And that, and it's just good. It's going to be a gauntlet to go through the Big 12 this year. So why not start off, you know, in the same way that you're going to have to play all season long? It's just, that's the way it's going to be. This is the, this is the best conference in the country. Period. <laughs> I mean, There's no debate. Yeah, nope. Nope. It's, it's not open for conversation. I mean, it is. It is. It is the best league, and man, and you survive through this thing. Then <laughs> your RPI is terrific. Your your strength of schedule is terrific. You take you're gonna, all that out of it. You're a damn good basketball team. Yep, and you're going to be a high seed uh, going into the NCAA tournament. There's no again. Go back and look at the formula the Bears used last year to win this thing. Did they win the Big Twelve Conference postseason tournament? No, they didn't. No, they went and practiced. Mm-hmm. Got the heck out of there. They, they had their resume was such Look, that that worked they, out. That that worked beautiful. out exactly like it needed to work out. And, and I get it. Conference tournaments, fun, whatever, and it helps teams that that may not get into the dance get into the dance because they win their conference tournament. That, Good fundraiser. That's that's fun. <laughs> okay, but th- there's no benefit to going in the, and fighting for those three or four days to try to win that if you already know where you're going. And that was my point. Their resume was such that that wasn't going to do anything. 
other than add one trophy to the trophy case. That's all that would have done. They were able to get out of there, go practice, get ready to play, and we we see the end result. All right, uh, it is 8-15, 15 after 8. Coming up at 8.30, we're going to visit with Jerry Hill from the uh, Baylor Bear Insider. We'll do that coming up at the bottom of the hour. Right now, we are going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. It's, uh, man, this, this, this group's been serving Central Texas for four generations. Since 1943, the Emory family has been serving Central Texas. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they've built their reputation one customer at a time, and it's a pretty simple objective to make sure that when you leave, you leave satisfied with your experience at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They carry all size of pipes. They also stock American grade 60 rebar. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium, and I know a couple of people who are doing that right now, and you really don't know how to get started, well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe can help you find that best contractor that fits your needs. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has two great locations. They're down in Bryan and also uh, here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, so they are open for you right now. And they're open on Saturdays from 8 until noon, and you can check them out all the time, uh, 24-7 pioneerboys.com. Don't forget they deliver and they unload as well. We're talking about our good friends, the Emery's at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas wins the NFC East in style with a 56 to 14 drubbing of Washington. Record setting numbers after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit swbc.com for financial services without the labels. At AT AT&T, Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Dallas annihilated Washington last night at AT&T Stadium, 56-14. Dak threw four TDs in the first half, including one on a trick play to offensive lineman Terrence Steele. Demarcus Lawrence scored on an interception return. Defensive end Chauncey Golston scored on a punt block. Trayvon Diggs recorded his 11th interception of the season. Head coach Mike McCarthy said the team celebrated its NFC East title in style in the postgame locker room. Yes, we had the hats and t-shirt moment in the locker room, so uh, a lot of fun. The guys are enjoying it. Dallas is now 11-4 and and the number two seed in the NFC, one game behind the Packers with two weeks left in the season. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. Don't miss game day live. New Year's Day from the Allstate Sugar Bowl. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. The last week of 2021 looks to be a warm one with a few slight rain chances. We'll watch skies begin to clear this afternoon with a high of 77. Wind speeds will stay pretty breezy out of the south through tomorrow, anywhere between 10 to 15 miles per hour, and gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tomorrow, expecting the same cloud cover in the morning with clearing skies by the afternoon and a high of 76. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out Fox 44 News. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics and your home for game day live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Lark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me New Year's Day at 3.30 from the All-State Sugar Bowl in New Orleans as the Big 12 Conference champion Baylor Bears take on the Ole Miss Rebels. We'll preview the game, have scores and interviews, and it all happens New Year's Day. It's game day live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, Central Texas. Trent Weaver here with W Promo. The Bears, the Big 12 champs, and Sugar Bowl bound. We've got your T-shirts to celebrate both, so come on down to our new location at 2728 Franklin Avenue or Richland Mall in the center court. Get a Hextech shirt or Baylor Men's Basketball Championship shirt for just $3 with purchase while supplies last. Remember, W Promo for all your screen printing, embroidery, vehicle wall, and window wraps and over 500,000 different promotional items. W Promo, branding made tangible. 2728 Franklin Avenue. Merry Christmas. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Eight twenty-two. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. You just heard from Christy Scales talking about the Cowboys. Let's continue that conversation after the Cowboys romp to a fifty-six fourteen victory over the uh, Washington Football Team. What was the um, most impressive thing to you in the game, Ward? Was it Dak and his twenty-eight of thirty-nine for three thirty and four touchdowns? Was it? How, just how good they were defensively? Was it their special teams making play after play? What's What jumped off the page at you? Defense. And just the, the way this defense consistently continues to play well. 
that that jumps off the page. I offense is is cute, but you got to show me more against a better football team before I before I buy into the offense. For me, Sorry. for me, it was it was Dak Prescott. Uh, as poorly as he's played over the last month, this defense I've come to groan. I, I've, I've just grown to accept the fact that they're good. And they're real good, and they're going to play at a high level week in and week out. It just, I mean, they're that good. Uh, but he has played so poorly, in my opinion, over the last month. The fact that he was able to come out, and at one point, I think he was 20 of 21 or 20 of 22, something like that, uh, ended up the game with 20 of 39 for 330 yards and, and four touchdowns. Uh, that was the thing that kind of jumped out to me. Uh, in the game. After the game, Mike McCarthy talked about the Cowboy victory. Well, I just think, you know, number one, uh, you know, it's, you know, these obviously these games are important. We understand division game. Uh, and, and I think our guys have done a, just a phenomenal job with everything going on. Obviously, Washington's gone through a bunch with, uh, you know, the COVID challenge. You know, we've had a number of guys this, this week. So just really kept it about football. And you know, uh, we got you know got started early both on offense and defense. You know, the two takeaways early, we, you know, set the tempo and you know the scoring drives. So, um, you know, we wanted to play a complete game, and I, I think we, you know, I think we accomplished that tonight. He mentioned the takeaways, and I, I, I giggled last night. Right out of the box, they throw at Diggs. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. That's that's the one spot on the field you don't go after. Now he did give up one later, but yeah, again, but I mean, it was the game's. You he's going to win more of those battles than, absolutely, than you are. Absolutely, I mean he he has proven that. I mean his body of work has told you that. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, you know this is not a one game deal. This is a fourteen game deal. Uh, so yeah, his he's at eleven picks, right? Yeah. Uh, does, yeah. Now does that tie Everson Walls? Or is that pass? No, that ties him. Okay. So, you know, and, and that was the year that the Cowboys lost in the NFC Championship game to the 49ers and mm -hmm. the catch. Ugh. That's still a tough one to swallow. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, come on, Montana's about to go out of bounds and, and you know, throws it. Uh, never mind. Uh, never mind. But uh, <laughs> tough to talk about. You know, mm -hmm. and that was a D Danny White-led football team that, if you remember the just before that, he drove them down the field and for the go-ahead score. And you're thinking, Danny White got it done, and the Cowboys are headed to the Super Bowl. Not so fast. Not so fast as Joe Montana. Uh, unbelievable. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that was 11 picks. And look. The only thing that Dallas didn't do well is they didn't score on the first possession. They got one first down and had to punt. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I mean, I don't know that there was a whole lot more you want from this team. Would you like to see a little better running game? Yes. However, as we pointed out, that was the one focus for Washington was stop the run, stop the run, stop the run, which opened up passing lanes all over the place, and the Cowboys took advantage of it. Well, for the first time in a long time, they took what the defense gave them, and they were able to find it and expose it and, and be able to be successful doing that. And, and if they're not giving you the run, then then you, you go to something else. But they stayed within themselves. They didn't try to get to where they totally abandoned it because you still have to – Give it an opportunity so, you know, you don't have the linebackers flying out into a 
a, a, a zone coverage that that doesn't match up good for you. You have to have them at least respect the run a little bit, and they did that last night where the play action would work a little bit. So, I mean, it, it, it came together. Again, it was a bad football team you just came together with. I, show me a larger sample size. And that and that includes for Dak, too. I, I As well as he played last night, okay, do it again. And then, then I'll buy in. And clarify what you're talking about here, because look, they've played 15 games and they got 11 wins. That's a pretty good sample size. But I think what you're referring to is to since get they off gone, this kid. since yeah. yeah, since they went off, you know, since they put it in the ditch uh-huh. offensively, right. And, and, right. and again, they were winning football games with the now, car, with the vehicle in the ditch. What, what they did, they pulled it out of the ditch. Now, can you keep it on the road? Right. That's now, what I'm I, saying. I, I, I'm following you, I, I, but just from a clarification standpoint, because Absolutely. again, this. This is not a bad football team. No, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad football team. It's been playing very bad uh, for a few weeks and, and still finding a way to, to win some of those games and still not playing very well. And that's, a, you know, that's we've always said that's a sign of a good football team, not play good and, and still come out with a W. But, again, when you get to play good teams like you're going to have to face in the playoffs, you can't play like you played two weeks ago or three weeks ago or four weeks ago and expect to win a football game. That's not going to happen. I will say this, and this may be the the fandom in me coming out, but this team last night looked a lot like this team did in those first four, five, six weeks of the season. Where I mean, it was clicking on all three cylinders, offense, defense, and special teams. Mm-hmm. I don't care who the opponent was, it was clicking. Sure. Uh, I mean, you, you, And this is what it looked like early in the year. It, and it, it did. When they went on, you know, went on a five-game win streak and were five and one. But, you know – then it went don't, in don't, sideways. Don't fall for that mirage. We'll find out. Uh, they got they got a, again. They got a struggling but a good football team coming to uh, to town next week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Eight twenty nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk Baylor Ole Miss. We'll do it with Jerry Hill next on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Wednesday in the Farrell Center, now hosting the University of North Texas. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and go Bears! Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. 
put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. The Cowboys are the champions of the NFC East. Last night they finished a season sweep of Washington 56-14 to run their record to 11-4. The Texans beat the Chargers 41-29 but have been eliminated from the postseason. Both Baylor and Ole Miss have delayed their arrival to the Sugar Bowl due to health concerns. Today's Military Bowl and Wednesday's Fenway Bowl have both been canceled due to virus issues, and Miami has withdrawn from Friday's Sun Bowl. The Spurs blasted the Pistons 144-109. Tonight in the NBA, the Spurs host Utah, the Rockets are in Charlotte, and the Mavericks play late in Portland. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Baylor Basketball back in action in the Farrell Center Tuesday, December 28th, hosting Northwestern State, 7 p.m. tip-off, December 28th. Baylor Men's Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, he leads pregame and dance. There's no question about it. He's the director of sports journalism. And from the Baylor Bear Insider, we say hello to Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, guys. You have Doing a good, really well. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. Did Santa brought me uh, lots of goodies, and so I'm ready to go now. That means you were on the good list and not the naughty list. I was list. on the good list, not on the naughty list this year. Now, that's a little different animal for you. So good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry. I, I want it, it's game week, and I want to know how you're feeling. Are you excited? Or are you a little apprehensive? I mean, w- w- where are you when it comes to Baylor and Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl? Yeah, I mean, you can't help but be a little bit nervous. Apprehensive, I guess, is a good word, uh, just because of all the stuff that's gone on around you. You know, I mean, there's been what three games canceled. Uh, Miami pulled out of another one. A and M pulled out of one. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of it, it harkens back to you know maybe a little over a year ago when everything kind of shut down and and you hope it doesn't get to that point. But yeah, yeah, I think you got to go in a little bit nervous. But uh, you know, hopefully both of these teams kind of take care of themselves and and you don't wind up with um, you know too much COVID stuff that you have to cancel the game. I, I think both teams would love to you know play this game and kind of finish out the year you know jerry we were talking about it earlier there there's sometimes there's teams that you know they didn't get done what they wanted to in the regular season therefore they're not overly excited about that particular bowl game i i think both of these teams are excited to be in this game and ready to play it yeah it was funny because i i do that in the huddle with nick florence and he talked about that that you know, two years ago, if you think about it, Georgia and Baylor were both coming off losses. And, you know, so there was a different, you know, kind of feeling going into that game. 
both Ole Miss and Baylor are coming off wins. You know, Baylor winning the Big 12 title, uh, Ole Miss beating Mississippi State in its rivalry game. So I think you got two teams that, uh, yeah, that want to be here, that, you know, had to play to get here because Ole Miss had to win that game to uh, get the Sugar Bowl bid. And obviously Baylor had to win uh, to get the Sugar Bowl bid as well in the Big 12 championship. So I think you've got two teams that want to be here and two teams that, you know, really kind of fought to get here. And then on the on the other side of that, you know, kind of related to it is Baylor can win 12 games for the first time in program history. Uh, Ole Miss won 10 games in the regular season for the first time in school history, so they can win 11 for the first time ever. So I think you got two teams that are very motivated coming into this game. Jerry, do you think there's a possibility in this game of these offenses trying to match each other going throughout the game? Because you know that each one of them are going to get theirs and the defenses just maybe need to get one or two stops to give the other team the upper hand. Yeah, I think there's definitely that possibility award because, you know, both offenses are really good. Ole Miss is one of the probably the top five offenses in the country and, and you know, really explosive and, and do it really on both sides. But, you know, have a great passing attack with Matt Coral and, and that team. So, I, you know, I do think there will be some of that. I think there will be some pressure on Baylor's offense to match and maybe even a little bit of, hey, do you slow the game down to try to keep um, their offense off the field as much as possible because they're a rhythm offense, and you know maybe if you can get them out of their rhythm and keep them on the sidelines for a little bit, I think that helps. So, yeah, I think it probably won't take more than a, you know, a few defensive stops to win this game, but uh, you know I think whoever controls the tempo, the pace, and can kind of get into a rhythm offensively, I think that's who wins the game. You know, it's interesting. We were talking about it earlier. Lane Kippen's been on a national championship as an offensive coordinator with Alabama. And uh, Dave Aranda has been on a national champion with, uh, as a defensive coordinator with LSU. And now they're matching wits in this game. Yeah. I mean, you've got two obviously great head coaches or two great coaches that are, that are now head coaches. Obviously Lane Kiffin had been a head coach before, but yeah, I mean, Kiffin, you know, they've both been on that stage. So, I, I certainly don't think either one of them will be awed by the stage or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got, I mean, Dave Aranda, I think has one of the best reputations for defensive coaches in the country. And, and certainly I think Lane is that same way on the offensive side. Um, but you know, um, and I think they both uh, rely on their coordinators, but they both obviously have their hands on those units as well. So I think, uh, yeah, it could be an interesting matchup here on new year's day. Jerry, how does the defensive line match up with their offensive line? I, I think good, Ward. I mean, I, I think the defensive line, although it certainly didn't look like that going into the year, um, it wound up being a strength, um, you know, with Apu in the middle. But then, you know, a lot of other guys stepping up, Gabe Hall, T.J. Franklin, Cole Maxwell, Braden Utley. I mean, all those guys have, have played well this year. So I, I think they match up well. I mean, obviously, Ole Miss, with what they've done offensively, you know they've got a good offensive line. But I think the defensive line, and, and particularly if they can get some pressure, because that's what, that's what helped them against you know, some of those dual-threat quarterbacks that they've faced in the past, is they were able to get some pressure and keep them contained in the pocket. And so that'll probably be the, the key again, is you know, getting some pressure but not letting him out of the pocket. Jerry, we were talking earlier just how huge a day in Baylor athletics it will be on Saturday. You have uh, 
Scott Drew and the basketball team in Ames to take on Iowa State, who happens to yeah. be undefeated this morning. And that's right. a huge game to start conference play, followed by the Sugar Bowl. So, I mean, and yeah. then on Sunday you got uh, you got the the uh, Baylor women opening up against a very good Kansas State team. So, yeah. it, it's a big weekend in 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 Baylor athletics to start twenty twenty two. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, to start off the. 2022 year uh, you've got two really big games on Saturday uh, you know and who knew nobody really that Iowa State was going to be this good but uh, yeah you're you're staring at them at 12 and 0 right now and and you know ranked uh, I think right in the top 10 in the country so I, yeah again I don't think anybody saw that coming but uh, here we are and and I don't think uh, a lot of people figured Baylor would be at, at the top of the rankings either I mean they're sitting there at number one and this would be the third straight week I'm assuming they don't fall after after last week so yeah that's uh three straight weeks for them at number one after you know there was a stretch there where the number one got beat three weeks in a row so um you know this this will be a big challenge and certainly uh you know not the easiest way to start off conference really for either team you know on the road against Mm -hmm. really good teams K-State's off to a good start as you said so uh, be good test for both of them uh, opening up league play and opening up uh, 2020, 2022, I guess, yeah. Jerry, just how good is this basketball conference? Uh, really good, Ward. I mean, I, I think the latest projections that I've seen has seven of them making the Big 12 tournament, and I believe TCU might have been first team out or one of the <clears throat> first teams out. So you, you're talking about eight teams that are you know right there with a chance to get in the NCAA tournament. That's eight out of ten, by the way. So, uh, yeah, I think it's really good, and, and, you know, it's not just top-heavy. I think you go all the way down. Um, This is really – and I think it's probably the best the league has been. Um, You know, wait to be seen if if Baylor is that, you know, number one team that can ride it all the way through the year. So, But I think there's enough really good teams that, you know, I think it's top-heavy, but then – as I said, you go through the meat of the conference, and and there's not going to be any easy games, particularly on the road. We we were talking about it, Jerry. For, for Baylor, you, you the way you've scheduled non conference and then mm-hmm. going through this league, you get mm-hmm. through this league. You're, there's yeah. not going to be many surprises when you get to postseason play. You will have played the best of the best nationally and in within right. your league. Yeah, and I think that's why you do that kind of schedule, honestly, Tom. And particularly if you think you're going to be really good, is obviously it prepares you for Big Twelve, but then. Yeah, like you said, I mean, if you can if you can go through the gauntlet that they already have in in non-conference play, and then get to conference play and go through this schedule, yeah, you're going to be you're you're really good, um, and and you know maybe the best team in the country, and right now they are, um, but you know again, let's see what they do going through conference. But yeah, they've had an incredible schedule already, and uh, it's I think it's actually about to get a little tougher. And we do it because it's human nature, but is it fair to, to look at this team and compare it to, to last year, uh, despite how different this basketball team is? Yeah, it, it is very different, Tommy. You're right. Um, and and I, think, I think you can compare, like, certain aspects of it, or you can compare this player to that player, that kind of thing. You know, they don't have a Davion Mitchell, but I think defensively as a whole, as a whole unit, they might actually be better, which is, you know, hard to say. But, uh, yeah, I think they're that good, you know, particularly defensively. And, and uh, you know, offensively, I think they've been really good. Um, you know, again, who, who is the guy in, in, in crunch time, you know, with the game on the line? You know, last year I think you could go to Jared Butler. You could go to Macy Oteague. You could go to Davion Mitchell. 
uh, who is that guy this year? And, and, you know, there's a lot of guys playing really well, but who is that guy at crunch time? So that's, that's to, remains to be seen. But, um, yeah, I think if you look at last year's team compared to this year's team, and I think there might be a little more depth on this year's team, um, you feel really good when you go to the bench. So that might be a little bit different than last year. I mean, there were some good players coming off the bench last year as well with, you know, Adam Flagler and Matthew Meyer. But um, I, I think, again, I think you feel really good when you go to the bench and you get an LJ Cryer, you get uh, Jonathan Chamwa Chachua. So I, I think that part, it might even be a little deeper than last year. Um, but yeah, I think it is comparable. We'll see uh, how they uh, survive this Big 12, uh, you know, ledger to, to, to get to that point where we can compare it to, oh, by the way, they're the defending national champions. Jerry, tell us uh, what do you got planned for the uh, for the inside of this week? Yeah, we've got a busy week, obviously, with uh, you know travel to the bowl and and uh, and everything. We got the in the huddle uh, coming up on Friday, um, and then uh, you know bowl preview. And I'm going to do a feature on uh, Jerry Markintel, who was on the uh, 1957 Sugar Bowl team that actually beat Tennessee. So busy week, Tommy, and uh, we got basketball going on too. Yeah, I got games uh, tomorrow night right. and, and Wednesday night. So, yep. uh, and, and it's good. I, and we need to mention that the fact that that they yeah. the Baylor women found a game that's huge. I mean, you you did not want to go into conference play not having played for that that what, two weeks or whatever the case right. may be. Yeah, no, I think it was good. Uh, you know, playing my alma mater. So as Taylor Bryan called it, the Jerry Hill Bowl. So uh, we'll see how the <laughs> Mean Green do against uh, the Green and Gold on uh, Wednesday night. Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you in New Orleans, my friend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider and the uh, Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University. It's 845. We're 15 now away from 9 o'clock. Let's talk about our good friends over at Circle Drug. I was over there just the other day, got a uh, booster shot, and picked up some prescriptions. And, and, and look, I had about 19 questions I wanted to ask before I taken that booster shot, and I, I was able to visit with a pharmacist and and and, and go through it and and talk about it and and get it all worked out. And it was it was great, great, just a great group of people who are going to take great care of you because it's personal to them. You're not a number, you're not customer number two twenty four. You're Ward, you're Tom, you're whoever, and that's how they do things and that's how they take care of things and. You know, and then they're they're out in the community. I saw Doc Everett uh, at a at a local restaurant the other day. I mean, just and had a good visit. I mean, that's the kind of folks you're dealing with when you talk about Circle Drug at 3211 Robinson Drive. They're a locally owned independent pharmacy that that go that extra mile to make it feel like an old fashioned pharmacy. You know, the the ones where you walked in and everybody knew who you were. You knew them. That's exactly how it operates at Circle Drug. They're locally owned and. They're your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 until 6, Saturday 9 until 2. Do you notice those hours? 9 until 6, so if you get off at 5 o'clock, you still got plenty of time to get by there. And then on Saturdays, if you work a half a day, you got plenty of time to get by there. They're open until 2 o'clock on Saturdays. And if you need some help, they'll deliver absolutely free to your home or to your business. It's all about customer service was Circle Drug. 3211 Robinson Drive and tell them we sent you by. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Cowboys are the champions of the NFC East. Last night, they finished a season sweep of Washington, 56-14, to run their record to 11-4. The Texans beat the Chargers 41-29, but have been eliminated from the postseason. Both Baylor and Ole Miss have delayed their arrival to the Sugar Bowl due to health concerns. Today's Military Bowl and Wednesday's Fenway Bowl have both been canceled due to virus issues, and Miami has withdrawn from Friday's Sun Bowl. The Spurs blasted the Pistons 144-109. Tonight in the NBA, the Spurs host Utah. The Rockets are in Charlotte, and the Mavericks play late in Portland. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag on Game Time. All right, it's 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. All right, here's the uh, playoff scenario for college football. In the uh, Cotton Bowl, you're going to have Cincinnati at 13-0, taking on Alabama at 12-1. That's the one and the four. And uh, 
Then in the Capital One Orange Bowl that night, New Year's Eve night, uh, you're going to have Georgia the three seed and Michigan the two seed. Two questions for you. Number one, are these the four best teams in college football? And number two, of these four, not who do you think is going to win, but who would you like to see in the title game? Hmm. Are these first? Let's begin there. Are these the four best teams in America? We're going to find out. I mean, yeah, probably so. I mean, the, the records show they are. So I'll, I'll say yes on that question. And again, for me, I is there a team that's playing better at the end of the year that did not get into this invitational? I, you know, I, there could be one or two. But as you say, the body of work says these are the four teams under the format that we're operating. I don't even want to get into that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave the committee alone <laughs> today. Well, I, and again, I, 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 you're never going to make me. Look, they put, shocked me by putting Cincinnati in. I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Do you think there was enough pressure from the outside to probably, do that? Probably. So do I. I don't think that they wanted to. That was a tough Absolutely not. to swallow. Absolutely not. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, you know, and don't don't think that they weren't pulling for Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve title game, mm-hmm. because that would have been a jump in a hurry. It yeah, would have been absolutely. So, are these the four best teams? I I, I don't know. Uh, again, these are the four that the committee picked. This is this is not a playoff. This is an invitational uh, to determine a national champion. But with that said. I want to see, not not who I think is going to be there, but what do I want to see? I want to see Michigan and Cincinnati. I want to see a different look to this game. Not going to happen. I, I Ward, I didn't say it was. I know. I'm just saying I it's not going to happen. said that's what I want to see. I know. Uh, and, and, and I think a lot of people would like to yeah. see that. Yeah, I do think. I think Michigan plays the heck out of Georgia. I think Michigan beats Georgia. I think we're going to get Alabama and Michigan in the in the title game. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Uh I'm okay with that. Here's what you got to have happen. I don't think there's any choice. You got to have Cincinnati hang around if they don't win the game. They got to hang around because if not, that committee is going to see. We told you people that we're smarter than you, and this is what you got. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get the I told you so. Well, get ready. <laughs> so they got to hang around for us who want the bigger playoff format. Uh, and, and, and again, don't they meet again? Uh, yeah, I they, think they're, it's they're right gonna, after the new year. They they're going to meet in Indianapolis. They're going to meet prior to the, the the championship game, I think. And again, they've met about seventy five times. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us who want sixteen teams, forget it. I guess. Uh, you better be you better be tickled with twelve. But again, unless you're going to open it up to every Division one college football team to have a legitimate opportunity to get into this thing. You're going to hear complaints. Well, yeah. So get ready for it. All right. So you're you're so you didn't give me the two teams you want to to be in the game. Alabama, Michigan. You want Alabama. You mm-hmm. want the Alabama. You want the Southeast and the Big Ten mm-hmm. to go at it for the championship. I, I think that'd be a really good game. I want to see that game. So Michigan over Georgia, and Bama to beat Cincinnati by two. Huh. <laughs> I, but don't you agree that if Cincinnati gets beat by by 21, you're going to get the C, they don't belong. 
Oh, yeah, you're going to hear that. You're going to get the they don't belong speech. Get ready. You're going to hear it. You know, whether they just had a bad day or not, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is a huge game in my mind for for Cincinnati and for all the other all the other schools, you know, that are that are looking for that opportunity. You know, and I started to say non, you know, non, you know, non um, non power 5 schools, but that's not true. Even power 5 schools that have not gotten the opportunity. All of those schools Ward, and that's 99% of them that have been overlooked because of the what's on the front of the jersey. Cincinnati's playing for you on Saturday, on Friday, rather. I think. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, whether they get it done or don't get it done, I don't know. But, I, I again, I, I know this. If they get walloped, whew, it's going to be hard to, to go down that path again. Oh, yeah, you're under, right. Under a 14 format. Maybe even under a 12-team format. We'll see. All right, that's going to do it for us here on this uh, on this Monday at 8.56. We're four minutes in front of 9 o'clock. The Greeny Show's coming up at 9. John Moore's program at 3. Matt Mosley's at 4. And it's all right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Ward, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to, uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants, and none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Kelly had a similar situation. None of the Notre Dame people really wanted to go with Brian. I don't know what that tells you. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slam Duck Savings from First Central Credit Union. Is your vehicle financed elsewhere? Save money with a new game plan. Lower your payments now by refinancing. Rates are as low as 1.99% APR. First Central's local finance team makes it a winning season with quick processing and flexible terms. Apply online, firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, it's true. We do and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. 
Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and go Bears! Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DBT.